Welcome to the NBA Chase Podcast presented by Babcock Hoops. And now, our host, Chase Hirschman. Welcome to the NBA Chase Podcast. On today's show, we have the man, the myth, the legend, the patriarch of the Ball family, LeVar Ball. How are you, man? Hey, how you doing there, man? I'm good. Appreciate you coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, we're doing a sit down here at the Orleans Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, and, uh, you know, just very happy to have you on. We're excited to uh, kind of hear your thoughts on some things and, and really talk basketball. Okay. Um, first, pleasure to meet you. Uh, you know, this is a big weekend. we got the big baller brand All-American game here in town. It's tomorrow. Uh, the game features your son, LaMelo, some of the other top high school players in the country, Jane McDaniels, Rocket Watts. Ramsey, Weems, among some others. Tell us a little bit about the event and kind of what we can expect. What you can expect is the most entertaining, exciting high school basketball all-star game ever. Ever? Ever. Why? Because I picked these kids. I know how to pick talent. So I'm going to tell you, like I said, they're not the second choice to it and not making another all-star game. They're the first choice of a big baller brand game. These guys are going to be history. This is the first one ever, and I'm going to keep doing this year after year. It's just like people say that the media tries to make it like, oh, LeVar is making a game for his son. But let me ask you this. What father wouldn't make a game for his son if he could? You're going to be like, oh, I can do this, but I'm not because that's my son. No. To let you know it's just not about me and Melo. After Melo plays in this, I'm going to do it again next year, the year after that. Every all-star game has to start somewhere. And I'm doing it because I want to do it, not because I have to do it. Do you feel LaMelo got snubbed by not being in the All-Star game? Um, McDonald's All-Star? No, uh, no, 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 doesn't get snubbed. Either you take him or you don't, and, and we keep on rolling. How many, how many points is LaMelo going to have tomorrow? How many points is LaMelo going to have tomorrow? Yeah. Um, I don't know how many points he'll have because he's evolved into that point guard. He does whatever it takes to, to win when he's playing with his brothers. And you know, Melo plays the one by necessity. If a team needs him to do all the dribbling, then he'll, he can run a game. He can run the point. But – he loves to score the ball, so he, he's going to score, but he's not worried about, like, hey, I just have 40 or 50. He's worried about the winning now. So so LaMelo's in, in a slightly different situation than some of these other kids playing tomorrow as right. he's played professionally before, right? He's right. played in Lithuania. Right. Um, tell us a little bit about that experience playing abroad and kind of what that did for him. What it did for him is uh, Melo playing against grown men. And now the, the, when I took him over there, his basketball is at a higher level on the fact that this kid's 16 years old. When you look at Melo, Melo's the youngest American to have a GoPro. You see what I'm saying? Now, now they used to having uh, guys that's 14, 15 in Greece, but they're not playing in the adult league like him. They're not playing in the high division. So, so when I do that, folks are looking at it like, oh, he should have never done that. Now you practicing against grown men every day. You're going to get better. Your skill set is going to get better regardless if you play or not. Sure. So the situation over there, uh, he realized that some guys not worried about winning. They're just worried about their paycheck. So, I mean, is that if, if you go back, would you do the same thing again? Of course. I do the same thing. I wouldn't change nothing that I've done. I'm not regretting it like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. No. no and, it, and it made him tougher. It made him stronger. It's only make him, OK, practice against high school guys talking about the movies and rapping. Or or you, you go overseas where it's nothing but go to bed, eat, basketball practice in the morning. Go to bed, eat, basketball practice at night. 
Ain't no going to the movies and going to the mall and hanging out. You just focused on your art, which is basketball. So you can't do nothing but get better than the norm. What's what's the next step for Melo? The next step for Melo? Next step for Melo is, is is definitely going back overseas to play. Really? Oh, y'all didn't know that, huh? Really? Yeah. Okay. But but I'll break it down why I come to this. I know the NCAA is going to talk about, oh, we're going to investigate. We're going to investigate. So guess what? To prove a point to me, because I am, they're going to say, Laura LaVar, you don't say when he plays. We say when he plays. He's in our thing. So regardless of how good he is, because he, here's what they don't get. He can go and play at any school. He can be a walk-on. You don't have to pay no scholarship. And then you have all these rules for scholarship guys. Sure. But what about for walk-ons? How about we pay for him to go wherever he wants to go? He goes in a walk-on, he don't play. So if you really want to play, I, I know I know what they're going to do. And so that's one of the reasons I'm not going to go the college route. Second thing is the G League. It doesn't guarantee anything. It doesn't guarantee you're going to be the first pick. So why go to the G League for 125000 That's nothing to us. Sure. Okay, now you got these guys, 28, 29, 26, trying to tee off on them, make a name for themselves, guard mellow. Trying to rough him up and do yep. all that, where you got the guys going to college only playing against guys that's 21, 22. Okay. 19 years old. It's different. The guy's 27, 28. Got that man straight, they're going to do a little more to you. So it's not even worth our while to go to the G League. So it's better to go overseas. And guess what? Melo's developed. He need to get bigger and stronger. And that's the key. As long as you're ready by bigger and stronger by year 2020, I would love to see a team when they up. Bypass on a 6-7 PG that can do everything. Oh, no, we're not going to get him, number one. We'll see. But it's up for you to choose and you get a chance to get the ball, boy. I guarantee you, because he's already had proof of concept. What I mean by that, everywhere he goes, you're going to sell out. People sure. want to see him play. So how do you start your franchise? It's an entertainment. You want to put people in the seats. And that's why I said, if you put all three of the ball boys on the same team in the NBA, you don't think everybody coming to see that? I go see it. Yeah, of course, you got to see that it. Still, is that still the Lakers? Is Man, that still the vision? Anybody. Anybody. Okay. Like I said, so okay. Lakers get a new coach and start figuring out things? Shoot. Get Lonzo? All right, you got Lonzo. How about you put Jello on the team? He's a free agent. You can do what you want with him. And then I'll find some way to trade up and get Mello. Okay. Game over. Give me the scouting report on Mello. The scouting report on Mello is he can do everything. He's a winner. He's a winner. And I'm going to tell you why he's a winner. Man. At Chino Hills, lost two games. JBA, I started, lost two games. That's four. I took my team over to JBA USA, lost two games. That's six. Came to Cleveland, went to Spire, lost two games. That's eight. Eight losses since he's been playing. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a winner. Mellow and Jello. At uh, Chino Hills, won 60 games in a row. Not 20, not 30, not 40, 60. So I don't care what you call my boys, they're winners. So, uh, well, listen, we're, we're, we're going to be there. Uh, uh, my partner, uh, Matt Babcock, is going to be there this weekend. He's excited to see, you know, LaMelo and the guys. So, yes. so we're excited for that. So, Jello, uh, let's talk. So where's Jello right now? What's he doing? Is he, is he uh, prepping? Is he getting ready? What's kind of what's the next step for him? Here's the thing. Jello just finished up overseas for me. Uh, with the JBA USA. And then I have Mello that was at Spire High School. Mm -hmm. Lonzo was playing for the Lakers. But we got the big baller brand business. I need somebody to understand the intricates 
of, of, of what we got going on. Sure. So, Jello, take a little break right now, son, and learn where we're getting the apparel from, where we're getting the shoes from, where we're getting the water from, what we got going on with Paul and the family. Learn all this. Cause if I go, you, you can't just let them take everything. So, in, this, in that time, Jello took that off from like the January to, to where we at now. Okay. And now Jello's back to working out, okay. doing his thing back in basketball. People act like he's 25 years old. This kid is 20 years old. He's a baby. He's a baby. And I guarantee you he'll be on a summer league team this year. Okay. And he'll be he's signing a pro contract going to the NBA this year. Cool. Uh, so it's getting to Lonzo. It's going down yes. the line here, yes. right? Yes. One after the other. Yes. Uh, so, okay. So... Uh, you know, you guys all kind of came into the media spotlight when Lonzo right. was at UCLA. Right. Um, tell us a little bit about the escalation of the media attention to the family uh, and kind of what that's like. What's it like really being in the spotlight to the point where you well, guys are as big thing, as you are? Here's the thing. We've always been in the spotlight. You know, growing up in Chino Hills, up and wherever we played, as good as my boys are, you're going to be the spotlight. And it comes with the territory, so it's just more cameras and things like that. But we're not worried about that because we're just being successful. Now, what happens is you're going to pay a lot of attention to us on the fact that don't just look at my boys. We're the first ones to ever come in the NBA with our own brand. Who's not going to look at those people? Second thing is we're a family. Who's not going to look? You're not going to look at Mellow, Jello, and, and Zoe like that if they're not good. They something special. Here's the thing. I don't care what nobody say. All three of them, Lonzo was the youngest with a signature shoe. How do you beat that? Get Joe. He's 18. Get him a signature <laughs> shoe. How do you beat that? No. 16? <laughs> Only one ever in the world to have a signature shoe at 16? In the same family? And everything that we got going on from, from the brand. But people don't understand. They try to categorize us like, like, a, like a Nike, like a Adidas, like an Under Armour. We're not like that. We're, we're a family brand. And everybody keeps saying, oh, LeVar's brand. That's not LeVar's brand. That's my family's brand. That's my boys. That's how me and my wife came up with this. It looks like big baller brand, but the three Bs stand for the three ball brothers. We got it for them. They got signature shoes. I ain't got no signature shoe. And everybody's stuck on that thing talking about Lonzo is not his own man because he's not making his decision. But check this out. He bigger than that. He's not his own man. You know why? Because he's his own brand. I like that. Exactly. Oh, coach who's on that. Who's like their that. own brand? Bigger than that. There's only a few guys like that. Ain't nobody like that. Ain't too many of them not playing basketball. Nobody's like that. LeBron under Nike. And you LeBron know how everybody's Nike. preaching, come to the Nike family, and not one of them is blood. We the only ones that's a real family. So, okay, so Spotlight obviously has a lot of good things, yes. right? You, you got your brand, you got all the, you know, ball in the family. Um, but obviously there's a lot of negative with that it's, too. It's, it's, it has to be. Well, how, but how do you handle that? How, how does someone well, handle... How does someone handle the, the negative side of it? Because it's it's a lot. It's got to be... Is it wearing you? Is it tearing? No, no, I mean, no, 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 no. It only wears and tears on you if you fake or if you don't know what you're about. My boys know what I'm about. I know what they're about. And that's all that matters. Because you're going to have people look at you differently, man. They might be like, man, boy, you, you you talking to Chase on a podcast? Come on, man. You don't need to be talking to that guy. That ain't NBC. <laughs> that ain't Fox. It's like, wow, who are you determining who am I talking to? I'm having a good time talking to you like this. As opposed to where's all the cameras and all that. Sure, sure. I don't need that. Either I'm going to talk to somebody or I'm not. And I take people, what they don't understand, 
for face value. If you're cool with me, I'm cool with you until you do something wrong. So, so speaking of the spotlight and being a dad, right? Yes. Uh, uh, let's let's talk to the other parents out there that are raising, you know, student athletes right, or athletes right. or, or kids that that you know potentially have you know have a future in in yes. that. How do you? How do you push them? How do you create? I mean, I mean, you've done really unprecedented work with with your right. with your kids, right? Uh-huh. And 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 that's proven. So, what's it? You know, what what advice or what do's and don'ts do you have for other parents of uh, that? You know, that that fine line right. of like overstepping versus right. you know giving them the best well, opportunity. Well, I'm like this, man. Everybody's different, so it's up to the parent on how the kid reacts to their parent. Some of them could be passive. Some of them could be rah rah. It's just be it. Don't you be natural. My thing is this: uh, if your kid wants to do something, I don't push my boys. And people are like, damn, you, what you mean you don't push them? I don't push them, but that means resistance. I lead them. If I lead you, that means you can turn off anytime you want. You're behind me. You don't like what's going on? Turn this way. You don't want to train them? Well, turn that way. So don't push nobody because you might be like, I don't want to work out today. Then I'm like this: Hey, no, look, come on, let's go. They're not gonna push you. It's not worth it. What's, uh, how's, how's Alonzo's uh, ankle doing? How's, how's Lonzo has a bone bruise on, on his uh, ankle, so that takes time to heal. And, and what they were trying to tell him is, uh, oh, four to six weeks, you'll be fine. Okay. How? You don't know his, you don't know his body? You don't know what he, exactly. they're not looking deep into it. They look, need to look more into it. Like, that's why I was telling him. Son, I, I, I created these monsters, man. What I mean by that, in high school, Zoe played with a broken finger, with his groin pull, with his knee hurting. Uh, Jello played with his ankles messed up. Mellows played and spiraled with a broken finger. I'm teaching my boys, like, if, if you're ever in a, in, a, in a bar fight and somebody hits you in your eye and your eye comes out, you can't go outside and say, hey, man, they hit knock my eye. You got to stay in there and die with your brothers or whoever's in there. So I'm teaching them to seal the deal, finish. And now we're in a different part of his life where basketball is his career. And I'm now, after I've been training him like this all their life to be hardcore on that court and finish what you start out to do. I have to tell Zoe to think about your career and that is your career. So don't force yourself to get back for the, just so they can say the Lakers made the playoffs and you're not a hundred, man. So let's, let's get back to a hundred percent and train and show people what you're about, man. So let's talk Lakers for a second. Yes. What, what's your, okay. So obviously there's a lot going on with the Lakers. Right. They make the playoffs. Right. They, they built this whole team around, around LeBron. Right. 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 right and, right. and, uh, and it's seemingly Lonzo, you know, the team played pretty well when Lonzo's in there, right? You get an unselfish point guard, it makes the team better. Right. Um, it, what, what do you think happened with the Lakers this year? Oh, definitely. I know it's, you can get all the players you want. You get the best players, guys that shoot, do whatever. Uh, the coaching. Coaching. If, okay. if, if you believe in a player and you believe that's your guy, if you ever watched any of the guys come out, and this is what I said the first year, I said nobody high-fives Luke or nothing like that. They just come up, walk right by him. So that tells me right there you have no relationship with the top guy. You don't know who your general is. You gotta have a general to send all the orders down. It's nobody like that. You don't know who it is. And so, so I'm looking at it like, I don't know if it's a Jealousy factor or whatever, but you cannot play Lonzo for six minutes, take him out for six minutes, no matter what, first quarter. And then what does this say if I start you the third quarter and now it's time to win and fourth quarter comes along and you don't start me the fourth quarter? Come on, man. That's not telling me that I'm your head guy. Who don't start their best team with fourth quarter? Sure. 
I can wait three or four minutes to go by. And then, oh, now I'm so, going to put in my So you're stage. excited basically to see a, a coaching change. A coaching change, somebody who believes in Lonzo. Anybody who believes in Lonzo, That's you're going to win. Okay. He's been successful in the AAU because I believe in him. Beating big time teams. What do you think about the trade? I mean, did the trade rumors? I mean, that's got to affect your play. That's got to affect your mental. It doesn't, it doesn't affect the mental of my boys because they just love. They'll play for anybody. Okay. They'll so, play for anybody. So, so he, you know, all those. He's going to Charlotte. He's going to this. He's going to that. That didn't matter. He, he said, "Put me wherever you want. I'm going to win. And do my thing. Okay. Whoever believes in me, I'm going to do that. So it doesn't matter. And just like they were saying, oh, uh, Lonzo, they don't have a say so where they go. What are you talking about? Just because you say I have to go over here does not mean I have to play over there. If I don't feel like playing, I'm not going to play. I'll just be sitting over there. Then you'll be like, you know what? I'm cutting the contract. Okay, somebody else will give me another one. Do you, what's, what's Lonzo's relationship with Magic right now? What's, I don't know what Lonzo's relationship with Magic is. I'm not over there, okay. so I don't know. How about you? Not, do, you do you have a relationship with Magic? No, I don't have a relationship with Magic anymore. Okay. And when we first started out, yeah, I got a relationship. You sure. got my boy. What did you say? He the face of the franchise? How can I have a relationship with now with you? And you say he's the face of the franchise. Now you're trying to trade him. What does that mean? Yeah. And then you don't get, you don't even get my other son a chance in the summer league. So how I'm gonna roll with you now? Yeah, I was I was upset about that. Yeah, too, every, I would love to every, see that. How do you every know brother gets a chance? Of, I'm like you know, Steph Curry brother got a chance. Demarcus yeah. cousin brother got a chance. I mean, come on, summer league. Blake man. Griffin's brother got it's, a chance. That's what I'm saying. Now you can't be like, oh, Lonzo, let me see how you play with your brother. <laughs> let me just see. Um. So it's it's uh, it's been well reported. Obviously, there's been some stuff with the, with the big baller brand, right, 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 right. and uh, and we're not going to name any names here. But basically, what's next for the big baller brand? How do you how do you take this? How do you move forward? Well, well you got to look at this like this. There's nothing wrong with the big baller brand. If somebody did something in the camp, just took the money. If it's worth it to them like that to do that, one point five leave a family, more power to you. But that don't that don't stop the big baller brand. We're a family brand. We good. We ain't gonna let one dude do some bad stuff and say, oh man, Big Baller Brand's done. It's not good anymore. Why? Just because the guy took some money from the Big Baller Brand? If that's what he wanted to do and it happened like that, oh well. It's just it's part of, of, of what's going on here. And what I mean by that is, sometimes I think the Lord put things in front of you to see if you can maneuver through there and keep going for what you're doing. Now, here's the thing. My wife got sick. We're supposed to shut Big Ball down on that plan. Lonzo and them supposed to be like, I can't play no more this basketball. The other boys, no. We get by that team, they're getting better. We still rolling. You throw a snake in our pit, try to blow up the big ball of brand. No, we still got two things in common, which is my boys are still going forward with basketball and being successful. And my family is still around me the same way. That's all I want. So the little stuff that people are thinking, oh, you took this, uh, people get got for 20 million, 70 million. This is one point five. It's not a big deal. It may be. It's, it's, it's a sign saying, okay, to even go further, get this out the way first. And okay. I will go further. That's, okay. how, that's how I roll with the story. Cause this is One story. step back, One three minute. steps forward kind of yeah, thing. That kind of thing has got to be. Because if you don't come back like that and you just shut it down and everybody like, when, you, when, you, when I first kind of understood this and this is what's happening, what people don't get. I've told my boys, I'm like, man, we, we and in the emotional effect, when things happen like that, what's the first thing you say? I'm not gonna let him make nothing off of me. Shut big ball of brand down, we done. So you know what my boys do? I had a sign on my house and I was thinking, I'm gonna take that triple B sign off and let you know start all over. And I'm like, I slept on it. I'm like, no, that ain't Allen's stuff. This is my stuff. Big ball of brand, that's our family brand. Why would I take that? And 
when I told my sons, you know, he triple B's on. He said, Yo, my dad ain't doing it. Let me take this off. And Demo was like, I thought it was complete. You told us the other night before I was done. So I was throwing away his shoes and everything. But I didn't know, no. But it's just like somebody hits you in the face and you'd be like, man, I'm going to kill his ass. You want to kill him, but then the next day you say, if I kill him, I'm going to jail for life. So you rethink that. Like, in the heat of the moment, I want to kill him. Sure. But I'm not. I'm going to get my thoughts right now. And I'm like this. Son, regardless of what he did, the brand is our family brand. Which is so cool. So so you got to understand <laughs> that. And it's like, man, it's like. So what's the, what's the next step for Big Baller Brand? Big Baller Brand still going forward. Still going forward. It's, it's, it's like this. It's a family brand. It's a family brand, and just because somebody did something bad in the camp, I don't, I don't care. The brand is good. People on the street, oh, big baller brand. I love what you're doing with your family. Yeah, because it's family, and family ain't gonna leave. We good. Is Lonzo gonna be what? What shoes is Lonzo gonna be wearing next year? What shoes are Lonzo gonna be wearing next year? Yeah. Um, let me put it to you this way: any shoe he wants. Well, you know why? Because this is what you gotta understand. Big baller brand. You can wear whatever shoe you want. And here's, listen to this. They say Lonzo is finally free. Okay? Let one of them big shoe companies cage your ass. Cause that's what they're going to do. You already free, son. On the reason is, you're the only one that can take pictures of your shoes on the court. Them Dior's or the fancy shoes you got. They don't do that with nobody else's shoes. You know why? Because them other guys can't wear no shoe like you. LeBron better have on a Nike shoe. He better have on a Jordan. But he ain't gonna have no Balenciagos or whatever, all them shoes you wearing that you want. And they just taking pictures of like, hey, I also got some pairs of shoes on. They only do that to you because you're the only one in the NBA that can wear any shoe you feel like. Uh, Everybody else, if you were Nike, you better not have on an Adidas sandal. I don't care where you just walk on the street, you better not have it on. Lonzo, you free, you can do whatever you want. You wanna play in Nikes? Play them. You wanna play in Adidas? Play them. Under Armour? Play them. Don't let them cage you with a hundred million, two hundred million dollars. And now they say, "Oh, you want to do what we say? You free as a bird, right now. You only want any and big. Do whatever you want." What? Uh, okay, let me give you a couple quick questions. Go on. ahead. We good. All right. Who's the MVP this year? MVP. Yeah. MVP of the NBA. Got, I have to say. Uh, yeah, Giannis or Harden, basically. I I I, I got to say it's uh, hard. It's, it's hard. Okay. Any any specific reason? I mean, look how that boy scoring that ball and what he does for that for that club. Take him completely out of there and, and do lose a lot. But why is he so good? Because that goddamn coach believe in him like that, let him loose, put the ball in his hand, you do what you do. He did that with Steve Nash. He knows it. He's like, dude, this dude is more talented as far as athletically and shooting the ball than Steve Nash. I'm going to do the same thing. Sure. You can pass the ball, go ahead. Six, seven. Yes. So go ahead and do your thing. Who's going who's to win the championship? The championship, I think, is going to be, well, I think it's going to be Gold State again. I mean, come on. The, the, the fact is, they got all these good shooters. And when the game slow down, you can throw that ball to DeMarcus Cousin now. You think uh, you think it's going to be blown up this, this offseason? You think Cousin's oh, it's, gone, Durant's it's, it's, gone? It's definitely going to be blown up after the season. That's why they're going to win this last time. Because then everybody has their uh, championships. So guess what? If I already got my championship, now it's for me to get that bag. So I'm leaving. I'll go anywhere because I'm already a champion. And that's why I try to explain to them, if you get all three of my boys on the same team, you'll never have to worry about them breaking up. And that's how you get championship after championship after championship, because you never can say, well, Melo, if you want to start point, come over here, we'll give you more money. You don't want to care about that. Jello, you score the most, you want more money. My boys have played together 15, 20 years. 
You know, I mean, championships. Once they break the code and win one, it's on now. You were you were obviously a ball player. Yes. growing up. Who did you idolize? Who was your like? Uh, Who's that guy for you? I didn't idolize nobody. I just love playing sports. Okay. Whether it be baseball, football, basketball, I just love playing sports. I like watching guys play, and that, that was just it. Whoever's was a good player, play hard. That's what I like. Do, we, do you have a, a, a comp for uh, Melo in the league? Anybody that that kind of resembles his game that we that resembles Melo's game? Yeah, like in the future, like Melo in a couple of years. Where is he? Gonna, uh, you know. No, I don't see nobody playing the same game as him. My boys take a little bit. They the new breed. Who's the best baller in the family? The best baller in the family? Yeah, man, come on. Uh, Lonzo, Lonzo, Lonzo's at the top <laughs> right now. Lonzo's no, at the top, Hotsie. okay. Lonzo's at the top right now because he's in the pros doing his thing. Uh, and he's the oldest son. Jello has the potential to be the best on the fact that he's bigger and stronger than both of them. 246-6. Playing a two-guard, he'd be the strongest guard in the NBA. And the biggest. And Melo has the potential. Uh, it's, Mello, I don't say the potential. Melo's going to be the best on the fact that He's had a different role, and he has all the blueprint in front of him with his brothers. Okay. Melo is the only one. Lonzo can only play the one. Because if he plays the two, he's looking for a cutter, which is too long. You're looking for a guy to pass to get somebody else involved. When you pass the ball to a two, you got to shoot it. Sure. Jello, as soon as he passes half court, he thinks he's open. So he's going to shoot. He's going to knock us open. That's why I shot him. <laughs> you got to get everybody involved. You can't do that. <laughs> Melo is my only hybrid that can flip his mind to play the one or the two. Is it you think that's from just watching the other two? That's from he's a hybrid of being with the other two, running a point like want to run a point like Lonzo, want to be a better shooter than Jello. So Melo's the only one that Lonzo, you play the point, I can play the two, I can score fifty. Or Lonzo, you don't want to play the one, I'll play the one. You run the wing, I'll throw your lobs. Do you do you like the that they're talking about getting rid of the one and done rule? And like, uh, you, you, would Melo be better they, off I, going straight to I, the I, NBA I, I this year? I always should have had that. If a, if a kid is that talented, and he, should be straight, able to go. he should be able to go. So that, if, that, to if that was there, would Melo be going to the, would be in the draft this year? Oh, yes. If that okay. was true, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I kind of trained my boys to go from high school straight to the NBA. Okay. That's how I trained them, to go right to the NBA. Last question. What do you think of Zion? Zion is a good player. He's a good player. You think he's going to be as, as uh, hyped, you know, as good as, as people talk about him? I, I think he should be that good, but it's it's all on him. I think he should be he's he's, he's quick, he's uh, jump. But I do want to know one thing: he gets tired. He gets quick. tired, up and down. He gets tired quick. I see him gassing sometimes. That's and that's the thing: you got to be conditioned for this thing. When we played him in uh, AAU with Mel, I said it was very competitive on the fact he had all these guys on his team going D one, and we had nobodies. All we had was Mel. But the game was super close because we did like this. And he, he subbed three or four times without a gas. Melo played a whole game like that. I'm about to wear you out. But this is things you got to work on. LeVar, you're the man. We, we so much appreciate you sitting hey, down man, with us. Hey, man, thanks for having me, man. It was a very fun day today. Best of luck and uh, congratulations on this, this game. And uh, looking forward to many more of these. Okay, most definitely. Appreciate, Chase, it, appreciate you, man. Mm-hmm.